Welcome to the Seven Figure Practice with Gerda Muller, clinical psychologist and leading private practice success business coach and mentor to allied health professionals. Hey, private practice success community, Gerda Muller here. And I thought I wanted to come in and say a quick hello before my kiddos arrive home from school. So this is going to be a short one. And the title of this live stream is Policy Writing in Private Practice and for Private Practice Owners. Um, But let's start at the start. There are three main things that you need to have and to do in order to have a successful private practice. First thing is you need clients. Now I'm going to generalize and I'm going to assume that the majority of us aren't in need of any clients at the moment. There is such a huge demand for mental health services right now. So we've got the clients sorted. The second thing we need is team members, especially if you have a group private practice, you can only service those clients if you have team members, right? Um, And we know that there is um, a challenge right now within the industry to hire new team members. I've spoken about this before. That's not the topic of today's live stream. If you need help with recruitment, please do reach out to me. So we've got clients, number one, number two is team. But then there's this other part that is often neglected. Why? Because we are driven by the heart very often um, in terms of wanting to help clients, wanting to help clients. So, So that's our focal point which I love, okay? And then we're driven by the head to go, okay, if I wanna if, if I wanna help more clients, especially those on the wait list, all these referrals coming in, I need more people, I need more team to help these clients, right? Um, so that's the head that tells us this is the logical next step. But unfortunately, what then tends to happen is we are so busy in this cycle of getting new team, onboarding them, supporting them, looking after them, paying the bills and doing all the other operational uh, parts, um, if that's part of having a business, is that we often neglect that third part of having a private practice, and that is called your frameworks, okay? Your frameworks is the foundations of your business. Um, In an ideal world, you should start with clients frameworks and then only team it will make your team issues so much easier if you've sorted out the frameworks but in reality people do it the other way around again I can talk for an hour about that topic but today I want to talk about frameworks so one of the most important elements within the frameworks in your private practice is your policies right the policies are those documents that houses your procedures and your processes that uh, really spells out exactly how do we do things in here right which is so so freaking important because it is like your manual for your business right there's a reason why McDonald's can be a multi-million dollar business and they have like a 14 15 16 year year old running the joint it's because they've got really great policies and processes in place and you need to be looking after the policies within your private practice 
when people are constantly harassing you, harassing is a, is a, is a tough word to, to use, I know, but that's how it feels like sometimes. But if you've got a team that's constantly banging down your door with questions, it probably means that your policies are all in here instead of written out. Or if you have written it out, there's no ownership happening when it comes to your policies. They're not taking ownership of it. They're not utilizing it. They're not making it their own, right? So the writing of the policy is that first step and then you need to roll it out, of course, and you need to ensure that your team takes ownership of it. But I guess the first indication of you needing written policies is if you're constantly being asked questions around it. If there's consistent um, you know, those spot fires, so to speak, uh, that pops up in your business, in your practice, it usually means that there's not a policy around this thing. People didn't know what to do. They thought they did the wrong thing. Maybe they did what they thought was right, but it wasn't the appropriate thing. Nobody, well, not nobody, but majority of people coming into your practice, whether these are admin team members or clinical team members, don't have the experience that you have as a practice owner in your business, in your niche, in your discipline, in your location, dealing with what it is that you're dealing with, right? You can't expect them to be making the right decisions without uh, knowing what the policy is. So you have to do yourself this favor and ensure that you write policies. This is such an important part of running an, a successful business. And once you've written these, this is really that foundation from where you can build and scale your practice going forward once you've sorted this stuff out. So this is going to be the focus uh, next month, which is the month of April. <laughs> almost forgot which is the month of April within the private practice success Academy so our focus for the month of April is gonna be how to write these policies what to have in it what should that look like how do you do it in an efficient manner but in a manner that doesn't freaking bore you to death take it from me I would do anything other than write a policy. I find policy writing extremely boring, but I know how important it is. So our focus is going to be how do we do this in a way that's not going to drain you emotionally, but really get the best out of your head and onto paper. Of course, if you are in the academy, I will be giving you a lot of my policies as well, which means that you don't have to start from scratch. You basically need to take my policy and go, what of this aligns to how I do things? For example, a policy around how to respond to subpoenas and requests for information and client records. You can read my practice policy you can go, I like this, I don't like that. I like this, I don't like that. I like this, but I also want to add in A, B, and C, or maybe I don't want to charge this, I want to charge that. I'm not saying accept what I do as is. You're welcome to if you want to. Everything that I do in my business and in my practice has gone through the APRA filter of rules and regulations, through the ethical code of conduct, as per the APS, all my experience, for example, uh, if I think of that specific policy in terms of dealing with the health ombudsman, the privacy commissioner, all of those people, there's a lot of experience that goes into writing a policy, right? Um, some people might go, oh, I can just Google this and put it together. It's not the same. 
there's something to be said for having experience in dealing with these matters and if you are in the academy you get all of this as part of your membership right so the academy of course is about making things as easy as possible for the members in there but even if you aren't in the academy it is so important please do yourself a favor and make sure that you attend to the policies in your practice and you start writing those out the rain is starting to fall um, so please make sure that you look after that if you are interested in joining us in the prior practice success academy please feel free to reach out to me uh, you can do, just do that directly here on Facebook, in Facebook Messenger, and I'm happy to talk to you and see whether this is the right fit for you and your practice. So have an amazing rest of your day. I'm going to love and leave you. And remember, all you need to do is say yes to your very own ultimate level five private practice. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now.